hi pilgrims and welcome to the pilgrim story hour and on this episode I would like to share with you my story of love now many of you who have read my book or uh, read online a little bit more about me know that I am currently married to a pilgrim who walked from Rome to Jerusalem with me his name is Alberto but very few people actually really know the full details of how we actually met and how in so many ways it felt like it was a divinely inspired uh, union and a, a connection that was meant to happen that really the universe went to great lengths to bring us together. Now when I walked my first Camino, this was back in 2001, I really was walking with only one intention and that was really to, to figure out my own life. I really was not looking for any relationship outside of a relationship with my own self. I mean, I would honestly say that that particular Camino was my way of trying to figure myself out. Um, I had just gone through a, a kind of a not great divorce. My self-esteem, my dignity were kind of felled and I was really trying to construct a more loving relationship with myself. That really what was one of my prime motivators for walking my first Camino. And of course, you know, when you're walking, you face a lot of your own insecurities, you face a lot of your own fears, you face a lot of your own good things as well, but um, really the purpose of that journey for me was m very much inner focused, focusing on myself and focusing on building the kind of life um, that I wanted to have. And as I walked, of course, I met pilgrims from around the world, like all pilgrims do. And at that time, I happened to meet a German uh, pilgrim by the name of Hannah. And we hit it off right away. And many people kind of chuckled at the sight of this, you know, little Lebanese woman walking with this very tall, very beautiful, blonde, gorgeous <laughs> uh, German woman. And uh, they always kept track of us. I was like, oh, there's the blonde and there's the, the, the little brunette. And we got along famously and we walked most of the way on and off together until we got to Finisterre. Sorry, to Santiago de Compostela. And in Santiago, I said to her, I think my Camino is finished here. I'll take a bus to Finisterre and I'll meet you there. And she said, well, I'm going to walk and see what happens because I don't feel like my journey has quite finished yet. And so we agreed to meet in Finisterre. Well, in those three days of walking, she met a pilgrim from Spain named Alberto and they made they had a connection right away and in fact it was this pilgrim named Hannah who brought Alberto to Finisterre with her and when I met him it was um, it was just an, an afternoon <clears throat> out by the rocks I'm sure all pilgrims who have been to Finisterre know this you're sitting on the many beautiful boulders overlooking the Atlantic Ocean. It was one of those uh, marvelous afternoons um, on the Camino. And I was telling him about this idea that I had to walk to Jerusalem, from home to Jerusalem. And he thought it was a fascinating idea. And he said, so this is really great, this is fantastic. But there wasn't a love connection between us. It wasn't anything like that. If anything, it was between he and Hannah. And he was very encouraging and very supportive and said, you know, he spoke very little English at the time. I spoke very little Spanish. And he said, you know, I think this is a wonderful thing that you're doing and I wish you well on your, on your journey. And so, and that was it. And that very same afternoon that I met, we separated. I didn't see him again. And I did not connect with him in any way beyond that afternoon until I was making my way 
to go to Rome to begin walking because my plan was to walk it alone. And so as I was planning to make my way to Rome, my pilgrim friend Hannah, who now who lives in Germany, said to me, well, why don't you just stop by? You're kind of in Europe. Why don't you let me give you a final kind of pilgrim meal before you make your way to Rome to start walking? And so I said, okay, well, I can do that. I was still in Europe, so let's do that. But when I stopped in Germany, when I went to her home in Bonn, Germany, little did I know that Alberto was there. Um, she and Alberto had begun a re the relationship which I had suspected um, in Finisterre. He had moved from Spain and he had been there about a month. They had just started kind of exploring their own relationship as a couple living in Germany. He got a job working in a restaurant. He was learning German. And my being there um, did not spark another love connection as many people had assumed. There really was nothing between Alberto and I. Truly to me, he was just another pilgrim and I was just another pilgrim for him. But he was in, not only intrigued by this walk that I was about to embark on, this pilgrimage, but when I arrived in Germany, he felt as if the entire universe was speaking to him saying to him, this is a path that you must explore. It had nothing to do with me personally. It had to do with this pilgrimage, walking this way of the soul from Rome to Jerusalem, because the signs and the omens and the synchronicities were pointing this way to be an important step in his personal spiritual journey. And of course, he told us, he told me, Hannah and I, he told us this over dinner one night. He said, I, I can't ignore the signs because they're pushing me to go walk with you. And you can imagine how distraught Hannah was at that time. I mean, here I was, I'm making my way to Rome. I stopped to have dinner. And the next thing you know, um, there's a possibility of another pilgrim walking with me. And I had not considered that at all. And so Hannah was distraught. Alberto himself was distraught. I mean, he was not, you know, he felt very clear that the signs were saying to him, walk, but he didn't want to cause Hannah any pain. He did not want to hurt her. And one of the conversations, the very difficult conversations that we were having at the time was, you know, okay, Hannah was saying, look, I, we invited her to come along. I invited her to come along with us. And she said, look, I'm just, I'm turning 40. I've just taken a year sabbatical. I, I have a full-time job. It's not that I don't want to join you. It's just, it's not something that appeals to me. And besides, I'm ready to settle down. I mean, I'm ready to have kids. I've given up a lot. I've sacrificed a lot for my career to get to where I am. And now I just want to have a more traditional life. I would like to have a family. I want to have kids, I want to have a husband, knowing that this is what's there for me right now. And it was a very difficult conversation. Of course, you know, I understood, Alberto understood. But at the same time, Alberto was saying, but this is really something that I feel my heart is calling me to do. And so she said to him, well, promise me that if you do this, if you go on this pilgrimage, that you're never going to go on any other kind of quest like this again. Promise me that this is the last time that you will do this and I will wait. And it was a very difficult conversation and a very big commitment that she was asking for because what she's asking for is the promise that he will never pursue this kind of a journey again. And he said to her, you know, I, I wish I could honor that, but I can't ever promise you that I will always be here every single moment and that I will never ever 
follow my heart and what I feel is a calling pulling me to do what I feel is in my highest good. And so obviously this was very awkward for me because I felt like I was the third party there. And I said to them, listen, I'm going to go to Rome. I'm going to start walking. If this continues to feel like the path you need to walk, well then let me know and we will find a way to meet. And so within a week, everything was confirmed. He called me and said, I'm going to join you. And that is indeed what he did. About a week after that, we were walking together. And it was difficult for all of us because, you know, Hannah had become a close friend of mine and she was terribly upset at this turn of events. Alberto was also trying to comfort her and, you know, make her feel like, okay, this is something that we'll do. We'll try and do, I'll try and do this as quickly as I can. And I will try to come back as quickly as I can. And although she was exacting or continued to, to exact and request uh, this, um, this security or this assurance that he would never walk or do this kind of a long quest again, the response was the same every time. It's like, no one can promise you that kind of security. And I most certainly can't say that I will never follow what I know is in my heart is to be true. And of course, over time and with distance, um, the relationship just uh, slowly fizzled on its own. And of, although no one would believe it, Alberto and I were never in a romantic relationship until six months later, um, after you know six months of walking day in, day out, experiencing the situations that we were experiencing very intensely, um, the relationship shifted. I mean, 24 hours a day, seven days a week with the same person, you get to know them very well. And the relationship, as all relationships do, uh, changed and he he got to see obviously aspects of me that he had never seen and I, I saw aspects of him that I had never seen either and so slowly that relationship evolved and it became over time into something more permanent and we are now you know 14 years together and the pilgrim journey if you will continues because you know we are two very independent individuals we are individuals who believe in the quest and the supremacy of the individual's spiritual journey above all things and we are choosing to continue walking this journey together we have a daughter together um, we have many things that unite us but at the same time we also understand that if there's a moment or if there is a need for that person to pursue that quest and if it means I have to leave if it's for a month two months three months whatever that time is love would absolutely understand that this is what that person needs to do and would let them go as difficult as it is um, love would do that and so this is something we continue to practice as, as gifts for me. Alberto has given me time off to go walk the Camino, which I've done little pieces of, and I've done the same thing for him, for him to go and just leave and just go do whatever he, he needs to do to reconnect. And I think um, that's part of this love story and the, the, the pilgrim love story that's at play is, and what we have learned um, as pilgrim partners and as you know intimate partners who are walking this path together is that yes we share the path yes we walk together but the real work uh, in a loving relationship for us anyways is to try and honor the individual's path even though we are sharing that road together.
So in many ways, I, I found love when I wasn't looking for it. I found love in a way when I was looking for my own personal um, acceptance and developing a, a relationship of love with myself. And obviously in time, uh, this definition of love that I had extended to include someone else who now shares my journey with me. Of course, that's Alberto, and it's extended to our daughter, Silvana. And our definition of what love means continues to expand, and we continue to explore what love means in all of its facets. So I hope you've enjoyed my, my little story of love. If you'd like to learn more about me, as usual, um, I invite you to visit my website, which is walkingforpeace.com. And for the next little while on Instagram, I'm sharing daily stories and daily pictures from that 5,000 kilometer pilgrimage from Rome to Jerusalem. So I invite you to check it out there under Walking for Peace. Thanks again for tuning in to the Pilgrim Story Hour, and I hope to catch you next time. Buen Camino, Pilgrims.